You're listening to the Be A Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 127. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you doing today? So I am recording this in the morning and the sun is just coming up on a nice, cool October day. So I hope wherever you are, you are enjoying the fall, the autumn, whatever you call it in your neck of the woods. And just like being with yourself, because this is for me, one of the most rejuvenating times of the year. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I get the opportunity to be, you know, outside in the dark, you know, it's, you know, during the summer, it's really light out. But in the mornings, when I go for my walks, it's dark, like it's pitch black. And it puts me in this frame of mind where I'm the only person in the world and I get to be alone with my thoughts. Am I the only person who really enjoys that? (laughs) So, I just hope that you're taking time, whatever is going on in your life, to enjoy the things that make you feel very still and connected with yourself. And part of that is really going to lead into what we're talking about today, because until you get really still and quiet with yourself, you can't get into the entrepreneur mindset to grow your legal practice. And you'll find yourself grinding instead of allowing. And there were a couple different ways I wanted to talk about this topic. (laughs) Um, And I have my notes, which every week I write a bunch of notes on really what I want to get at the heart of here. And what I want to get at the heart of today is the difference between the entrepreneur and employee mindset. As lawyers, we are trained to be employees, period. We are not taught to think for ourselves and being an entrepreneur is thinking entirely for ourselves. It is giving up the how, the how of creating a business and for you creating a legal practice that you love. Our schools teach us that getting an A means we're doing it right and we're doing everything right. They tell us exactly how to get that A and when we don't get that A, then they make it mean we're doing something wrong, that we failed, and we take that into our day-to-day lives as entrepreneurs. So why do we want to know the how? Because that's what we were taught. It meant that we were doing our task right. If we knew exactly how to, to add, if we knew exactly how to write a composition, then that would mean that we were going to get that A. It meant we were doing our life right too. It meant that we were getting all the good grades so that we could go to the right college and then we could go to the right law school and we could get into the right job that was going to give us this opportunity to get a treasure at the end of the rainbow. And that's about as far as I thought about things. I didn't really think about the treasure that I was going to be getting at the end of the rainbow and wherever the end of that rainbow was for me. I spent years grinding in my legal practice, not knowing what that treasure was at the end of the rainbow. I knew it meant financial security, but that was it. That was not enough for me. I wanted to build purpose and meaning into my life. I wanted to grow. 
grinding and sticking to the way I was taught to think was not helping me develop that, not become the person that I wanted to become. And I think that a lot of lawyers get, you know, and it doesn't take very long for them to get into their career and realize, you know what, there's more to life than grinding. But that's the only way that we know how to be. And a lot of us spend years, and I know because I coach you, spend years in that grind and maybe you're making good money. You're making money that, that, you know, you've become accustomed to your lifestyle, but maybe you're not growing in the way that you want to. Maybe you want more quality time with your partner. You want time to think and enjoy those mornings rather than rushing to the office and making your whole life about work. So when is it important to know the how? Because as lawyers, it's impossible for us to divide the fact that there is a right way to do things in court versus our business. So I want to divide this up for you so you can get some awareness of when you're in the employee mindset, which our court system encourages, versus the entrepreneur mindset, which you need to grow your practice and to manage your time mindset. So when how is important is when you're an employee trying to do everything right to get a promotion or a raise you follow the directions you do the number of trials you need to do in order to hit the next promotion mark to get the next ladder next rung on the ladder in your career you you know do everything so you can get that pay raise that bonus whatever it is you're seeking maybe you're seeking praise from your boss or when you have a judge or a clerk who follows the employee mindset and they insist on everything being perfect before a filing, or when you're in court and your case depends on locating the best case law and knowing how to structure an argument around it. That's when it's important to know the how, okay? That's the legal profession. It is structured around knowing the how. When is it not important? All the other times all the other times, especially when you are building a business. Building a legal practice requires you to think like an entrepreneur and thinking like an entrepreneur is the opposite of the way that employees think. The downside of trying to find the how, that perfect way, well, we spend way too much time researching the what the judge wants and the clerk wants us to do rather than thinking about the meat of the issues at hand, okay? So there are some major drawbacks of the way that our system is structured, but it's done the way it's done and it's been that way. Um, in fact, you know, think about it. The legal profession has only now, under the pressures of the pandemic, opened up to online hearings and calendar courts, email filings and calendar requests, at least in my state, Our profession is really about as traditional as it gets, and it's taken a long time for our profession to catch up to the tech because it's new, and our brain doesn't like things that are new. Um, Another thing that is a downside to finding the how, especially when it comes to building your practice, well, we research how to market and when to post for the algorithm rather than thinking about what our client wants and what our client needs. I think this is also why some attorneys who work at large firms struggle to build their book of business. They're not used to thinking outside the employee mindset and they're hesitant to do anything new because that has always been frowned upon in every other area of our lives. And our brains do not want to do things that are new. Our brains want to keep us in the status quo. It's kept us alive this long. It's keeping us financially secure. So why would we want to do anything different? 
Well, if you want to live better, if you want to feel better, that's when this work comes in. Otherwise, you're just going to be grinding. And if you wanted more of the same, you wouldn't be here right now. So I'm giving you that other perspective to give your brain another way of thinking about things. Um, another thing that really, you know, is a downside of trying to look at the how is hindering what we want to create in our lives. If we are an employee who wants to create our own business, right? So I'm an employee who is also creating a coaching practice. I've created a coaching practice and I work with lawyers who have full-time jobs who want to create their own legal practices. Then I notice, I did this myself, that we spend countless hours learning how to set up a business rather than actually setting it up. We become stuck because our day job provides for us and our brain doesn't want to change that. It's trying to help you, but it's hindering what you really want to create in your life. And you can have both simultaneously, okay? If I can create a coaching practice and have a full-time legal practice, you can do this, okay? I have clients who have children and have their own legal practices and are building them, you know, week after week, they can do it. So can you. But we get into this employee mindset that prevents us from opening up and seeing what we can do. And we do things like buy programs and books on personal development and time management, but we don't implement anything in those either. We either read them and then don't do anything about them, or they languish on our nightstand. All of these take away from the time you could be using to develop an entrepreneur mindset. Okay, we're going to get to what an entrepreneur mindset is in just a second, and I am going to tell you at the end of this podcast some things that to really focus on, to constrain your brain on. But I want you to get awareness around employee mindset because you're probably in it way more than you think and it is preventing you from taking those big steps in your practice to build it, to create the business that you want. So if you are in this employee mindset, you're probably saying things like this to yourself. In fact, you're definitely saying things like this to yourself. I'm doing it wrong. What am I missing? How did they do it? What are they doing, right? Like we're looking outside of ourselves. We're looking at other people's social media accounts. We're looking at other people's websites to see if we can crack the code, if we can figure out how they did it, right? Instead of giving up the how, we are committed to finding out exactly how someone else did it so that we can do it too. And we think that we are gonna somehow get that A, but we cannot do that ourselves. Each of us has our own unique special sauce in creating whatever it is that we are creating for ourselves, for our clients. And that's what is so special about you. You have a way of talking to your clients that nobody else has. And if you find yourself looking for how someone else is doing it, you are muting your voice. You are shutting your voice down when it is important to put the volume up on your voice. So recognizing that your voice is important, that other people's voices are not what you need is the first step in really starting to open up your practice and open up your mind to this entrepreneur mindset. It is not super easy. I work with my clients on this all the time because finding our voice, finding the special sauce, the way that we talk to our clients and trusting that we know how to talk to our clients is not 
second nature to us. We have been in this employee mindset for too long, trying to find this right way. We're trying to find, you know, the right social media platform. Are we using the right ones? Some more things to think about. We ask all the wrong questions, like what kind of tech do you use for time management? That's not what we need to worry about. We don't need to worry about our website and the fonts and the colors and the images. You're looking to make your website perfect instead of talking to potential clients. If you're doing that, then you are in the employee mindset because that's that's where we're starting to think and i've been there okay let me tell you we start to think well if i get my website right then everything's going to fall into place maybe you buy lots of programs and you don't use them or you surround yourself with all the books the tech the programs but you're not implementing them it's like buying a new pair of tennis shoes and maybe some running outfits but then never running like you said you would. You're creating the superficial surroundings of a runner without becoming a runner. Here, you're just surrounding yourself with the superficial, you know, the exterior surroundings of being an entrepreneur, but then you're not really being an entrepreneur. Okay, so what is entrepreneur mindset? Well, you might've guessed it. It's giving up the how. It's giving up finding the perfect way to do things to build your practice, the perfect way to say things. We give up knowing exactly how we're going to create our practice because we will not know the how until it is done. Instead, we become scientists. We get quiet. We think about our client. Who are they? What services do they want? Why do they want those services? How can I create it for them in a way that I enjoy providing it? That's important. There has to be a match before you start providing it. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in client hell. You are going to find yourself grinding. That's not the goal. Ask yourself what's going on in your ideal client's head. What are their objections? We think about our ideal clients daily. We refocus our brain all the time. We constrain ourselves. And that's what I help my clients with is constraining their brain. So for instance, we don't start using all the social media channels until we've mastered one and are ready to scale our messaging. So I learned this the hard way and I was hoping to help my friend out the other day when she texted me. I don't know if she listened to me or not, but my friend recently texted me and asked me, hey, what would I suggest for automatic posting on multiple social media channels? And because she's my friend, I'd known that she just started her business. And I told her briefly what I'm about to tell you, knowing that she's going to do what she's going to do. She's going to find her own voice, her own way around it. I was just giving her my two cents. This is my suggestion to you coming from someone who has learned over the years how to think differently about my time and my energy and where I devoted in my business. And when I started my first business years ago, I was trying to be on all the social media channels at once, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube. I used a program to post and nothing seemed to click with people on the channels. I had all the same thoughts that I went through with the employee mindset, right? I'm doing it wrong. What am I doing wrong? I, what are other people doing? Am I posting it at the right time? Um, you know, is the image okay? Like all of this stuff I was worried about. I wasn't getting that many likes or shares and that's where my brain was going. Is it like, what am I doing wrong? And it had nothing to do with where I posted, the algorithm or any of that that you hear about, it had to do with the fact that I hadn't honed my messaging. I wasn't being myself. I wasn't ready to take on all platforms because I hadn't mastered one and I hadn't mastered my brain and how I wanted to think about my business and who I was talking to and what they needed and all of those questions that I just went through you with you on. 
And if I tried to master multiple platforms at once, I was dividing my time in a way that wasn't helpful for me. Social media then became more stressful and then I wouldn't do it at all. And it all came down to my mindset. I was working from employee mindset where I needed to be on all the right platforms and do all the things I saw other business market, but businesses marketing on social media do. And those were the things that they were teaching and they were the, I thought, quote unquote, the right way. And my employee mind ate that stuff up because I thought it meant I would learn how to post, what to post, then the business would grow. But that's not how it works. And as I've grown my coaching practice, it's become more and more clear that I wasn't constraining myself. I needed to constrain my messaging, the platforms I used to spread it and get really good at those platforms before expanding. It was really easy for me to do more and more and more because that's how my employee brain was telling me that I, I needed to work. Like the more I worked, the more time I spent in my business, the more time I spent on creating things, the more time I did all these things, that was creating value. That's what my employee brain thought, you know, because everybody tells you provide value and then the clients will come. But you can't focus on creating true value for your clients when you're spreading yourself thin, when you're not thinking critically the way that I am showing you in this podcast. So I, I'm hopeful that you look at those questions carefully. You go back through this podcast and you write down the answers to those questions. Because when we begin to serve, truly serve, we are constraining our brain and thinking specifically about them. That is creating value. Value comes from how we think and the quality of our thoughts is the quality of the value we are creating for our clients. If we don't dial into ourselves and dial into what our client wants, we cannot generate that value. And that all ties into what I said at the very beginning of this podcast is really coming into ourselves, connecting with ourselves so that we can get that deep, quiet time. We cannot generate the value that we want to create in this world, the impact we want to create for our clients if we feel stressed and overwhelmed. We might be able to grind out our work, but we will not be able to create the business that we want to come to day in and day out and create that consistent value, that consistent impact that we want to create. And if you're looking for spaces to really constrain your brain, I suggest picking your favorite social media channel, preferably where your ideal client lives, and focusing on that. Focus on one particular place. I focus on Instagram. I love it. If you're not there with me, why not? Come join me at dina.cataldo, D-I-N-A dot cat and aldo like the shoe. And if you are someone who needs to constrain, like your brain, like you know your brain's a little frazzled, you know your brain needs direction, then come with me because I've got one-on-one -on -one programming that is meant for you. That is what I do. I help lawyers constrain their brains so they can build their legal practice. Because if we are spreading ourselves thin, we are not gonna be able to create what we wanna create. And if you wanna learn to work with me, come over to dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session and schedule a call with me. I would love to talk to you. All right, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.